0: two wrestling is hard where every side is the dark side of the ring first up is the man responsible for aw brandon hello jim what's up you were a little delayed today what happened Ooh, d-
1: workplace drama covid drama i have a question uh, hypothetical for you guys if you would uh appease me here that this is related to my situation so we work in different industries here Let's say your boss, okay, owns two two restaurants where in restaurant A they're exposed to someone with COVID, test positive, comes to restaurant B. They test negative, but don't mention anything to you that they were just, just spent a day with someone that has COVID. What would you do? It feels kind of fucked up, right? I'd be pissed. Chris, fired. You'd be fired. Why <laughs> <laughs> I think I might be, because I'm pretty pissed, too. So this is this was No, a it's just, yeah, I'd be pissed, itself. too. That's a shitty thing to do. Be mm-hmm. honest. So, the, so this had just revealed itself in my personal life. and I'm, I had my birthday over the weekend. I'm going, well, I spent time around my 80-year-old grandmother. Is All these people, who knows? It's like, <laughs> God Jesus damn, Christ. dude.
0: <laughs> Mask up, people. Mask them up. Chris, how about you? Oh, sorry. Next is the man assigned the task of the quote-unquote disappearing NXT. Chris, what's up? Not much. Had you, were a week go, off. you were gone for a week. How was it? Yeah. yeah.
2: It's very sad. I didn't have uh, the time to scream and yell into a microphone in my basement at uh, things that really don't matter. Yeah, it was, uh, it was
0: rough. It was rough. It's a rough week. Yeah, matters, it was a week. matters to our listeners, Chris.
2: It does. It does. No, it was it was a good week. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I was waiting for my wife to come home for a few weeks and uh, well, months, I should say. And now she's back. And, uh, you know, she was on she was in a drastically different time zone, I mm-hmm. should say. So the thought of um, her falling asleep at five o'clock at night and being woken at seven by me screaming into my computer. <laughs> I didn't think that was the best idea to uh, give my wife a nice, easy welcome home. So I decided to take the week off.
0: My room that I'm in right now is absolutely sweltering. I'm turning the air on. You doing it by your phone? Yeah, I can do it by my you phone.
2: Oh yeah, it's right. You got that thermostat you love so much. Yeah, I don't like it. Um, either. I do have. I did receive some wrestling-related gifts this week, though.
0: All right, let's Would go through that in one cool. second.
2: Let's do it. Yeah, let's we'll do take it, one it
0: second. Long. I'm Jim. I'll talk about as much Japanese wrestling as I can't handle in a week. Follows on Instagram and Twitter at Hard Number Four Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. Chris, what'd you get? Go ahead.
2: So I have a uh, friend, customer, whatever you want to call it. I consider her a friend. Uh... Came in. She used to work for one of the radio stations in the city, I think uh, one of the country stations or something. And uh, she said, I was going through some stuff, I was cleaning some stuff out, and I found something that I knew you would like. So she comes in Saturday, and she brings me a bag. Now, first, the bag, I'll show it to you, is a WWF bag. So this stuff is not new. And she brings me a... What do we got? WWF, get it? Wallet, little velcro wallet,
0: still nice.
2: st- mint in package.
0: No, this shit should be on eBay.
2: All right, hold on, hold on. She gives me. Sorry, I'm gonna keep my voice is gonna go down because I'm gonna lean. A WWF pin. I don't know if you can see that.
0: Oh, look at that!
2: It's in that cool not two year 2000 uh, scratch logo.
0: Which one of us is eBaying this stuff?
2: She gave me... Well, see, there's one thing in here I don't even know what... I can't find what it is. It's obvious. Like, this is WWF promo, but the other stuff is very specific. She gives me a... WWF fully loaded the crapshoot
0: t-shirt. Whose faces are am I looking at there?
2: Uh, It's it's stony. We
0: a minute the, it's stony. Oh, okay. it's,
2: the sto- it's the stoniest of coldness. <laughs> I and I looked and I said, the only way that would have been better is if one of the participants of the main event was on the T-shirt. And that would have been Chris Benoit.
0: Oh, boy. Because oh, That would have <laughs> been like some serious business.
2: And here's the weirdest thing. So it's the crap shoot. It's casino based. So a W, you know, slick your casino based pay-per-views. It ain't no. It's like this – I don't know if you can see it. So, first of all, you can't really see the logo, but it says fully loaded on it. Okay. And it's this little square. It's this glass square plastic with a circle cut out of the middle of
0: it. A cube. It's a, a cube. Uh,
2: a, a, it's a cube. Yeah, I'm sorry. A cube with a, with a sphere, a globe cut out in the middle of it. And when you look at the top, there's two dice in there that are magnified, and you can shake it up. And I don't know if you can. I'll put it up to the camera, and like you can see,
0: can you see the dice? Yeah, I can see them. Oh, yeah yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, look, I tried to find this thing online. I don't even know what you would call it. I mean, I was going through lists of their promo items. No idea. But you know what? This will look too. Look, I'm putting it up. What? Right now, we're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> right in my. I'll no, put so it Chris right. Has, my Chris has a huge
0: cabinet full of toys action figures collectibles right behind where he records
2: i'll put it right in my wrestling shelf right next to triple h pop and weird ultimate warrior toy and super seven muscle thing wrestlers so it's nice. kind of, i can't see the logo so there you go so it was pretty good week i scored some uh some crap and i'm pretty happy about it and that fully loaded pay-per-view thing, I think that might be a going-to-wrestling, because it's an XL, so it fits. I assumed it wasn't going to fit. Right. That might be my going-to-wrestling t-shirt for quite a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's pretty laughs>
0: awesome. Get some wear-and-tear on that. Somebody will buy it.
2: Yeah. Uh, so. Very cool. Well, I made the mistake of saying I was going to throw a t-shirt out one day, and a friend of mine was like, you don't do that.
0: Yeah, well, I and stopped it was, doing it.
2: it there's a massive market for beat up T-shirts. Yeah, I fucked no. up.
0: <laughs> so many T-shirts I could probably could sell.
2: Oh my god. I, a great- all, I, mean, I have a whole, I have a whole uh, tote, you know, like a Home Depot plastic black and yellow uh, plastic tote of wrestling T-shirts. I don't wear wrestling T-shirts that often. I picked out the ones that actually really kind of work in everyday life. Excuse me. Put the arrest in the garage. Yeah, it's like I. So many of them, not to mention the one I, ones I gave you guys that time. I brought them all into the bar and gave everybody wrestling T-shirts.
0: Well, I still got my technology <laughs> one.
1: It was funny, a funny related story. Tony Chimmel, the uh, WWE ring announcer, is like from the very small town that I grew up in. So I know a bunch of people that know him. And I guess through some person they reached that was friends with him reached out to me and was like, hey, uh, he – I, he asked me if I wanted all this WWE merch. He said, "Yeah, I know people that know wrestling. Do you want to, Do you want any of this stuff?" So I, when I next time I came over to his house, I looked at it, and it was just a big pile of uh, John Line. Cena, John Cena, never give up, flex fit hats and wristbands. And uh, I ended up taking one AJ Styles T shirt, but apparently that was <laughs> that was all the leftovers. Was all the John Cena hats <laughs> that look horrible.
0: <laughs> that will never flex, ever be go, go in demand ever again.
1: Never be in style.
0: No, never was, never will be. All right. That was a nice little nice little fun uh, interlude until we get into um, stuff to talk about. That's not great. Should we talk about Bobby Eaton dying? Because he's dead, Chris.
2: Yeah, he was a good tag team wrestler. Bobby Eaton
1: died.
0: Yeah. Brandon, you know anything but, um, about Bobby Eaton?
1: What state of decay do you think he's in, Jim, since we, you you like to speculate on that?
0: Um, I'd say he's, he's still in pretty good shape, embalmed, looking shiny, white, in his box, underground.
2: And usually nothing like he looked like in real life. That's usually how it goes when they embalm,
0: yeah. yeah. You're looking weird. I can't wait to die that way. I'm going to make everybody <laughs> sit around and stare at my corpse.
1: Ice cold. Ice cold. No poop in your butt.
0: Nope. Cleaned out all the poop and the juice. I'm just a husk. Or Bobby Eaton is. R.A.P. Chris, do you have any fame, any great moments you remember of Bobby Eaton? Their song? Oh, he was with, he was
2: with, uh, when he was with Regal. Yeah,
0: when he was with Regal. Remember, British. that was
2: pretty good. He's, no, he wasn't British. It was like Pygmalion. He was trying um, to teach him to be proper. Uh, but he was, was like uh, Alabama, wherever he's from. He's a southern guy, and he was, he was like a hillbilly. <laughs> and, uh. Yeah, Regal was, of course, making the Regal line disgusted face the whole time. That was pretty good. But other than that, I mean, 80s tag team wrestling. What do you got? Scaffold match. Jim Cornette fell. Mm-hmm. Wasn't that good. I mean, you know, it was kind of dumb. <laughs> Definitely risk not worth reward on that.
0: So, yeah, I will, I will say, I don't, I would say I don't really care. Let's yeah, move on. I mean, how about some more dead? Let's talk about dead people. So Booker T in a podcast said that Ric Flair has left WWE because he wants to still wrestle. He wants one more go at 70-some years old. Brandon, thoughts? you want to go see Flair wrestle?
1: I do. Uh, I didn't know that I was such a fan of this, but ever since a few weeks ago, you showed me the video of Paul Orndorff exploding in the ring. I'm like, I want all old wrestlers to go out. <laughs> <right> now, <so. laughs> This Grip. is the way that they should all go out. Great. He will cry
2: and do the beg for mercy, like he'll he'll, he'll legit cry, and then you get this legit see him cry and beg for mercy. Um, you know that like ah, where he begs that thing he does. Yes. And then you know sex show woo dance all at okay, the same time. If he does all that at once. Then we should be okay. I don't want to see him. No, do I didn't do it. I've never <laughs> seen him live.
0: Neither have I. I don't and,
2: think. Um, no, I've never like seen I said, Like I said, he's been weird old dude now longer than he was wrestler. Like in, in my life. Right? And he didn't need, like... Unless he does the... sit down kid, shut up. Sit down, shut up. You know that one?
0: Wait, wait, what?
2: You ever see that one? I'll have to send you the video. There, there's a video of... I don't know what where they were on Monday Night Raw, and it was uh, Bischoff. So it's like you know post N.W.O. because Bischoff was in the ring. He wasn't uh, a commentator at the time. Bischoff and Piper in the ring, WCW. They're talking WCW, and they're talking shit to Flair. And Flair's with Arn Anderson. He's in the in the uh, he's in the the aisle. You know, he's walking down the aisle. He's in the middle of the aisle, and I guess some kids started yelling at him. And he does he turns around, you know, probably the greatest mo this kid's probably still telling this fucking story to this day. Right? He turns around, he looks at the kid, he goes, Shut up, kid, shut up. Shut up, kid, shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Woo <laughs> 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 uh, during the podcast, I'll bring the video up and I'll send it to you before I forget. And because uh, I send it I send it to my brother in law. All the time telling him that that's what I'm going to do to his son, to my nephew. <laughs> <laughs> and he laughs his ass off every time. All
0: right, let's move on. Let's uh, talk about NXT. First of all, we'll talk about all the releases that happened. Big talk. Big names. People that suddenly everyone cares about. Names I don't even know. That I never knew. <laughs> and I'm supposed to be upset about. Who are these people? I know two. Mercedes Martinez, who got knocked the fuck out by Jayale in the ring. And uh, Bronson Reed, who was in the middle of, like, a push and was on SmackDown.
2: That was odd.
0: Yeah, Chris, thoughts?
2: Uh, Bronson Reed, odd. Um, excuse me. Everybody talking about I, – I saw people making comments about Tyler Rust. Oh, they put him in a stable. They were going to push him. No, they weren't. Like, if they were going to push him, they would have kept them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they fired a bunch of people. They do it all the time. They've been doing it. Just a Bronson Reed one, because he screamed Vince McMahon. Right. He's probably like, ah, where's that accent from? Mars? I never heard anyone talk like that. I mean, like, other than that, yeah, it doesn't make any sense that people are surprised. Mercedes Martinez was kind of like a utility infielder for them. Mm Mm-hmm. Right, like at some point where they're gonna be like, oh, let's throw the title on her. No, she was there to make other look people look good. Right, and then she got knocked the fuck out. She did. And in you know actual wrestling company that kind of cares about its employees, they stopped the match. <laughs> they didn't leave her in the ring dead for 15 minutes.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, tough one for Mercedes Martinez getting absolutely mollywopped in a in a warehouse, and then. Fired with a with a concussion for sure. Still symptoms, so that sucks. Bronson Reed, surprising. The other ones, not really. Bobby Bobby Fish is pretty old at this point, so uh, hurt. not really. He was hurt. He was hurt yeah.
2: more than he was active since he's been
1: WWE. Right. But um, I think the the only thing that's somewhat weird about this is that they just can continue to very clearly not care about their public perception. I was I was looking up some of these guys are getting paid like twenty thousand dollars a year to be retained or to work at the performance center if you're a billion a billion dollar uh profit company and you're just like making big news so you can shave 20k here and there i don't don't know if it's really worth it but they seem to to very clearly not care so yes that's what we're doing yeah i'm i'm starting
2: to think do you think who
1: was the little guy that they got rid of he was there like he was yeah
2: leon ruff he's their cheeseburger right right Yeah, who, like, what, I was like, when when you said that, I was just thinking, like, does a Leon Ruff, do I make more than a Leon Ruff? Probably. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like. You know, that misconception that if you're on, because look, if you're on a sitcom, even if it sucks, you make a shit ton of fucking money. Right. But like wrestling is just, it's wrestling and it's, you know, it's a TV show, but it's not really a TV show because it's also a touring thing and it's like really odd and, you know, yeah, I, 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 you know, I I don't make that much money. And like to think that you make more than those guys that are on television on a semi weekly basis is just, it's incredible.
0: Right. Any final thoughts on these people? Do you,
1: Bronson Reed, do you want them to go anywhere? Do you care, Brandon? I truly do not care. I'm Again, I'm more interested in the like Triple H corporate side of, of what's going on with this than any of these, these poor people that have just lost their jobs, to be honest.
0: Yeah, yeah. so it's, I mean, it, it came out, I guess the Melts is the one that reported it, that. Vince and uh, these guys want to get they want to turn NXT back into developmental and get rid of all these what do you call them midgets? He calls them midgets. Midgets and forty year old guys. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Chris, thoughts?
2: I'll believe that when I see it. Right, of course. Um, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't make it. It doesn't,
0: doesn't sound like something Vince wouldn't say. Sounds exactly like something Vince would
2: say. I agree with that. Um, but you know, I mean. You know when NXT was on when we when I first got the the uh, you know I shouldn't even say this dude, I'm wrong because Sami Zayn was there and Pac was there at the time Pack and those guys so yeah I forgot it don't even I'm not even gonna make that statement so yeah I don't know what it was like when it was FCW if that's what he's looking to turn it back into or turn it into Ohio Valley you know I'm pretty sure that uh, USA is probably gonna be like yeah we don't need this anymore
0: yeah I don't know. If- I don't know if this is still going to be on TV or not. I don't, I don't. Like, what's the point?
2: You know, he's gonna. He's gonna. Not that he's ever really worried about this. I don't think. But you have a very. He's got a fan base that. I mean, you know, I'm one of them. If if if, if he doesn't, if they if they took NXT off the air or they changed NXT, Vince. when the, you
0: say he, you mean Vince? Vince?
2: Sorry, he. Yes, Vince. When they, if they were to take NXT off the air, or if they just turn it into purely developmental program, it, I wouldn't watch.
0: No, I'm not gonna. You know. I mean, I, I watched mean, the I early days enough- of NXT. I watched the early days of NXT. I never watched the game show version of it.
2: That's what I mean. Yeah. Right? Like, like I don't know what they're gonna. I never, do. I, I never heard like, like you know, oh that guy, that rage guy, that was an FCW. What was that guy's name? Do you remember <laughs> what was <that> guy's name? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But the rage wrestler, <laughs> yeah. Kevin Owens, threw the water in his face. That rage wrestler, I heard he's really good. Let me go find FCW somewhere. Right. You know that Roman Liaki. he's a great wrestler. Let me go watch him. You know <laughs> weird, weird Roman Reigns and
1: tights. Yeah, you know I mean? like no, nah, I don't need to see this. Brandy. You know, I you know the environment there has to be just absolutely terrible at this point. I feel bad for the people that are still there. Just how grim it, it probably is. I've workplaces where a bunch of the workforce has gotten cut, fired, it's absolutely miserable walking out of there, continuing to go to work every day after something like that. And also I'm trying to watch this week and they're having that I'm blanking on the name of it whatever this like uh, up and coming tournament is and break, it's like what's break Breakout. Thank you. And it's like, what is the point of getting into who they're going to elect as the breakout star? And we just watched Bronson Reed climb to the top, seemingly move to the main roster and then just get canned. It's like there's no. <laughs> the, what, the, the...
2: Well, I'll tell you what, the breakout tournament this year. I mean, I never watched. I didn't watch it last time either. But like the breakout tournament to me, to me, is. uh definite fast-forward material oh it's it's terrible it's terrific I, I had it on and i was like the only thing that and well i mean, we're talking about next season so i'll bring it up the only thing that caught my ear was the one guy who was from batstow new jersey which is where um the uh what is that the, the village is that's village that's where
0: i proposed my wife yeah. was batstow yeah, village. Yeah. really yeah. i did yeah
2: it was from never batstow, heard of. new jersey down by down by atco
0: yeah, it's like a it's like an abandoned mining town. They were looking for gold in Jersey, mm-hmm. and uh, it's like kind of spooky looking. So of course, you know, I it's... took my wife down there and I proposed to her. It was beautiful down there.
2: Took it more and like, <laughs> <laughs> will you marry me?
0: That's what it was. It was like oh, it was a Bray Wyatt promo. I was
2: like, yeah, that's exactly. That. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean it's Wharton State Forest. That's where we we go camping down there a lot yeah and then I fall asleep in the go to sleep in the tent and I realize what the fuck are you doing this for? this is the most uncomfortable thing in the world
0: <laughs> right, I don't know if you time. know this but Chris was like super anti-camping for a long time yes. just because it's you know if you think about it it's very uncomfortable sleeping outside and why wouldn't you get a hotel room but he embraced it for a little while there right? I still do yeah
2: I still do I still yeah. would yeah I, I I don't go I go when it's freezing cold because I'm an idiot and because uh, there's also there's nobody there. Right. I don't want to see any other humans when I go. Um, we went up to a place by the Delaware water gap, uh, Promised land one time. And I thought there was a bear outside the tent, but it was an old lady hacking up a lung smoking. Um, and I was getting ready to like, you know, take my knife and my pot and like make noise with it to chase the bear away. But of course the person I was with, I know if I had done that, they would have been like, Oh, and the bear would have bit their head right off. Hopefully. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, I started camping. My my theory was always why, why would you spend money to live like a bum? It made no sense. But then I thought about it, and I had this conversation with you, Jim. I thought about it. I think about all the people that I knew that went camping, and those people kind of sucked. And right. that's what I attributed, like, you know, this is let's go in the woods and get drunk and then wake up hungover on the ground. That's a place to wake up hungover in your bed. It never made any <laughs> sense to me.
0: Brandon, your thoughts on camping before we move on with the next day? I,
1: I'm, I wouldn't say that I'm a camping guy. I haven't camped in probably five years, but I'm idealistic about camping. I wish that I camped more. I need to get off of my fucking phone and and I re- pretend like I live in the 1910s and live a minimalist uh, Walden-esque lifestyle for a little <laughs> bit here. but. But uh, well,
2: I, well, then yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, it's like I said, you go, you set up your camp, you light a fire, you sit by it, you cook food, you shoot the shit, you yuck it up, right? I go in the middle of winter, so, so we scream at the top of our lungs like lunatics, and then uh, I go to bed, and I grab my phone, and I watch Netflix on my phone until I fall asleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like camping because I don't like whatever I'm doing. I'm a big grass is greener guy. So whatever, I'm if I'm packed in the city, all I fantasize about is boy, wouldn't it be nice to just be out in the woods, no connection to everybody. Nobody can fucking bother you. So. Then you get I'm out sure there and you're like, man, eh, I, I, I wish I could have Wi-Fi right now.
2: <laughs> I, wish, <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could watch my DVR AEW Dynamite.
1: Wonder what the Young Bucks are doing. Playing basketball.
2: They're camping.
0: How about the uh, Dakota Kai promo, Chris?
2: Yeah, um, I mean, I thought the first thing I noticed when I watched awesome. this was, yeah, I mean, we're in agreement. Uh, she could be, possibly, the most subtly non for it's not forced, um,
0: layered, complicated character in professional wrestling. Just their delivery seems so natural.
2: Yeah, she always looked she with the Shayna Baszler thing. She was terrified. She did that perfect. Then she was babyface. That was I'm not scared of you anymore, and she did that great. Then she turned on her partner, and well, I guess she did these out of order. But she turned on the other girl, Tegan Knox, and she played the shitty heel. Great. Then she didn't wasn't scared of Shayna Baszler. She was she had she had uh, she had confidence now. Did that great then she was kind of slinking around behind she's always got this like i'm not you know the big coat she wore the big jacket like it was like something that that you would wear to like cover yourself up because you don't you're not you're not confident like you know like somebody that's tall that tends to slump because they're not you know they don't want to stand out in the crowd or they you know kind of slink down and she was doing that great and then she turns on Dakota Kai, which, I mean, the writing on the wall was on the wall for that. Martinez,
0: for, you mean Martinez. You
2: know, yes, yeah, Turn on, uh, not Martinez, um, Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez, Raquel sorry. Gonzalez.
0: God, uh, Raquel Gonzalez. Uh, Martinez, they carted out with a concussion and fired.
2: Yeah, and then fired. <laughs> um, and then she turned on Raquel Gonzalez, which we all knew was coming. But I always say, like, you know, uh, the best, if you can have a, a sitcom where the jokes are so obvious but they're still funny as fuck, you know, like, you know, it's coming, but when they tell it, it's still hilarious. And that's what happened uh, last week. She, you knew she was going to turn on her. It was still awesome. They did a really good job. And it actually was like a build. It made sense. Like when she went back and told the story of why she did what she did, you saw it laid out. I said this a million times over the course of months, not a week and a half. And they did a really good job with
0: it. The only way it would have been better is that they wore a Cookie Monster shirt and played basketball.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, we talk about it all the time. I'm not asking to see something I've never seen before. I just am more interested in seeing someone do it well. And Dakota Kai did, told this story really well. Uh, I'm into it. So. Do
0: you think NXT is going to get canceled? Do you think NXT is going to disappear? Do you think NXT is going back on the? Oh, there is no network? What do you think about where NXT is going? We already said that we're not watching it. Right? Like, there's no way I'm, I'm watching going, this fucking listen, show if it's developmental.
2: I'm not going out of my way to watch a television show that's not good. Right. Right?
0: That's why we got, rid of, that's why we got rid of main roster because it was terrible. Awful. So Brandon, we'll see think? what happens. What do you think about Triple H in this whole situation, Brandon? You, <laughs> like, the, you like the
1: corporate side of this. It looks like a fucking dope. Yeah, I can only imagine he's got to be fucking pissed. It's a um, uh, a tremendous waste of their time. I'm almost curious if they're building up to to sell this. It's crossing my mind. So I'm I'm sure the wrestling the wrestling community is like no no fucking chance Vince does that. But it's hard to to logically think of why they would be doing all of this if not to work towards some kind of Uh, extra deal here um i don't know what's the nxt cable situation they're not signed to any kind of contract they can pull this off whenever they want i have no idea no
0: idea Uh. that's i would could speculate but i'm not gonna because i'm not melts but
2: and they also yeah and they also i would assume that will i will assume something that you know, whatever deal that he's been with USA for so goddamn long that whatever deal they met, they'll be able, I'm sure they'd be able to put their heads together and find a workaround that wanted to get it off the air. You know what What I mean? Like they have, they've been together for so long that I can't see, like, even though it's, it's, it's a massive company, two massive companies going at it. They have those, you know, they're still working with the same person that they've been with, I think, since the beginning of Monday Night Raw in USA. So it's like, you know, how do we get out of this without and still everybody's still happy as opposed to we demand this. That happened a few times with them in the past. So, who
1: knows. I the reason that I ask is and, you know, I like to uh, imagine these hypothetical scenarios that that fit behind what's going on. And it certainly feels like there was some sort of Vince McMahon blow up here about the, the shit quality in his mind of the people coming out of NXT and the fact that he. He's like, in my head, Vince McMahon's going, that these people like shit. They don't care what we put in front of them. They're just interested in the new prospect. Let's get rid of everybody. We'll send whatever out there. Save as much money as possible, and they're going to be into it. That's what this looks like. I have <laughs> I have no well, idea if that's going to happen.
2: Here's a question, though. C- can either of you guys name off the top of your head somebody that came in? I can, I can think of one that came into NXT that was a big success for them that oh I can think of two that never and when I say big success I mean is a is a is a mainstay, you know, not necessarily top of the card, but it's on television just about every week. That didn't start off somewhere else wrestling. Uh, So like you we saw we saw this guy working um we saw this guy he he was playing for the vikings but he got hurt and we just thought he was a great athlete so we grabbed him you know that that type of thing
0: i mean and it, i mean in the
2: nxt era
0: um i think bianca bel-air I okay don't know if she was i don't know if she was a worker elsewhere
2: right the two i can think of that weren't workers i don't think before that and one of them technically was is chad gable right and
1: baron corbin Right, Baron Corbin. They were. Feeling, Baron yeah, Corbin. Right. They were Brandon, guys that they had... brought right in. head. Bella... No, Bianca Belair did start with WWEs. So okay, okay, so
0: yeah, she's she's the she's one of their products. And... Even even their big their big women are all from somewhere else before they got there, whether it was just yeah. for a year or two.
2: Or it's you know we we got somebody that you know you look at Naya. Well, I mean she's related to people. Uh,
0: you look at Roman
2: you know look big guy
0: that was fcw been, though right
2: yeah yeah and it was still truly developmental but you look at roman it's oh he's a big guy good looking guy and he is a member of this family that we've been working next to for the last 50 years right you know what i mean so you got that in route but you know it's just i i'm, I'm just curious you're talking you were able to name what three or four and but how many people have gone through there right
0: and how many families
2: you know? Yeah, and all the big daddies that came up that were that were really successful in WWE all worked somewhere else extensively before they went into NXT.
0: Yeah, Kevin Owens, Finn Balor.
2: Uh, Seth Rollins.
0: Zayn, Kath, yeah, Seth Rollins. Bailey, yeah. Sasha Banks, all of them.
2: Yeah. All of them.
0: Oh Well, we could just pine about it or whatever. Just wait and see what happens.
2: Wait and see what happens. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah.
0: See if I have anything else for NXT. I don't. Okay, so Stardom's uh, five-star Grand Prix happened. Brandon, you said you didn't catch any of these matches. But if you want to catch any of them, listeners at home, Yokohama Night 1 was heavy as shit with good matches. Pretty much every match on that card was really good. Uh, Night 2, Natsapoya and Momo, Watanabe. And Night 3, Syrian Azumi. That's all I got. Chris, did you catch any of these?
2: Yeah, I did. I watched a bunch of them. I think I maybe missed. No, I think I watched all of them.
0: Yeah.
2: Um...
1: Any of them good out stuff
2: to you? you know here's the I, I have a problem with it it's just first of all, was it in English because I didn't get it in English again I got it in Japanese
1: it was
0: not
2: okay um all these matches very good matches all these women very talented. I don't know what's going on and right. the Japanese stories are so nuanced. You know what I mean? So it's like not really like – if you – I think it would be easier as a Japanese fan that doesn't speak English watching WWE or – yeah, let's just say American wrestling in general and being this – and saying, oh, that guy doesn't like that guy because of X. Right. And then you watch Japanese wrestling and it's like, well, you know – uh, who's the Is it um Mayu Iwatami? She can never stick up for her friends. And they all you have to actually really pay attention to draw that out of what you're watching. Right. You know? So it it's um it's a little it's a little so it's like it's for me right now watching this, it's watching wrestling for wrestling's sake. Right. right? And it's no, still good. It's not it's bad, it's not bad. I'm not complaining about it. Uh I did notice that. Um you were saying the, the 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 last night was so that was the first night cuz they were I watched them you know and I, I don't know if it was or it wasn't it was the one girl she's like 18 years old
0: Siri versus Azumi uh, Azumi
2: yeah and the They showed the young girl's date of birth, but the other girl, they didn't show her date of birth. Of course. And it led me to believe that they were like, you're showing her date of birth because you want all your fans to know she's 18.
0: Well, I mean, maybe the older girl doesn't want everybody to know her age. I don't know. Yeah, I think I don't know. To me, I was just like, man, you weird, because you got some weird
2: fans that watch that.
0: Oh, there's a I bunch mean, of creeps in that front row, man. Yeah, that's what I'm arms. talking about. Arms and, folded, you know, to me, sweaty. To
2: me, I watch it, and I'm thinking these guys in the front row are like, I don't like her. She's 24. She's out of my age group. I'm out of my age group. That's what I was thinking. Um, Yeah, and the match with OK Lady? okay ladies that's, oh, boy. that's
0: not too boy yeah okay yeah.
2: okay lady yeah. <laughs> so it's just I don't know I enjoyed it but like I said I don't know what the hell's going on but it was very good
0: what'd you think of evil starlight kid
2: um oh that was awesome too I forgot I, I, it took me a few minutes to realize I was like oh wait this is the one that was good but then turned bad
0: yes she's or evil was forced,
2: now forced forced into turning bad and just accepted it
0: now, of course well, she realized people. she realized that yeah. it's fun to be bad yeah, it's, it's good. It's I love so it. Good. I think it's I great, it. man. Good stuff. Yeah, check it out. Should we do the retro next? What should we do? I'm, we'll I'm out of you, sorts man. this week. I'm completely out of sorts. My mind is all over the fucking place. So why don't we just do the retro this week? Let's do the retro. We'll some
1: fun stuff. Brandon? Go ahead. You want to say? Oh, oh, we didn't do AEW, but that's fine. Oh, uh, we're doing we'll uh, do what do AEW I next.
2: Think... To, to well, the... Digging
1: into AEW pretty good. Brandon, go ahead. Sorry. While you guys are talking stardom, i and do is just digging through the NXT graduates page on go WWE. Another, uh, another one trained for a year outside of WWE but didn't really wrestle, Rusev, a.k.a. Miro. Uh, okay. now, he's not still with them. but No, level, no, but he's
2: a big star. He was a main quarter the whole time he was up there.
1: Mm-hmm. Just just for the sake of – I'm sure there's, if there's any nerds listening to this, I'm sure they're probably going, Why didn't you say Rusev? Rusev,
2: Rusev, Rusev, Rusev. Rusev. <laughs>
1: Because Rusev doesn't exist anymore. He doesn't. Yeah, no, he doesn't. uh, And neither does his wife. I want them
2: both gone.
1: Gone! Brennan got it. Anyway, Jimmy and I were talking last week about. uh, I was uh, pretty disappointed with the the Bray Wyatt release, not the, the Fiend Bray Wyatt, because the potential that was there. So I selected as our retro review of the week, not necessarily a Bray Wyatt match. They're not what he's—he's he's, uh, what he excels at, in my opinion, a, a Bray Wyatt promo. And this was a sit-down with Michael Cole, an eerie look into Bray Wyatt's world, I believe it was called. An eerie glimpse. It's about a, an eerie glimpse. Thank you. Right. And I, I, I'll kick it over to you guys, but I just wanted to say, like, man, this isn't this what you should be looking for? Someone that's just kind of set it and forget it, just going off on their own here. Very entertaining.
0: The, what the, the Chris had mentioned earlier, the Dakota Kai promo, where you speak in these, she speaks in these ridiculous terms, and she has this long-winded argument about why she's right because she's fucking crazy and she believes it. But it comes off so naturally, and it all made sense. And you got this, you know, this guy who's just like trying to bring the world down, I guess, kind of collapse the system. But his delivery and everything, he just seems so matter-of-fact. That's what just. This is a great promo. Chris, thoughts?
2: Yeah, no, I agree with you uh, uh, 100%. I mean, the dude is – it was almost like you saw it when it was – it was new. So they didn't have their fingers in it, right? Right. Because if you remember, what happened with this guy was is that he did those promos, and then he started doing them every week, and then they got longer and longer and longer. And then – he would cut these amazing, really long promos, and then the story would go nowhere, and it was like, "Why am I watching this?"
0: Or he would That's lose. It, or he would lose. They more immediately more fed him the fucking John Cena.
2: John it's, Cena. Yeah. It's
0: like every cool thing they feed it to John Cena, and he eats them up and shits them out. The golden Rusev. shovel.
2: Yeah. Rusev. Rusev. <laughs> they fed Cena. To, they said fed Rusev to Cena for
0: like two years. And then he so, he comes out with probably one of the greatest entrances in WWE history on a tank and gets squashed by fucking by <laughs> C-Knock. Unbelievable. But, but yeah, no, and I mean good. like
2: just natural and 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 it and it's almost like you don't know where he's going with it. You can't understand what the hell he's talking about, and it doesn't
1: matter because right. it's good. Right. I thought it was fun um having watched some of those old 80s promos that Chris just suggested a few weeks ago you can kind of see what bray white's getting into here where he's going michael demanding that michael cole show him his hands and he's just like it's just ridiculous the the straight man he's like show me your your palms you're weak you don't work you don't know anything about this it's yeah you have soft hands you went to college your family took care of you and this guy's just trying to reset the whole world he's the the roman reigns is the big dog and he's like when the he's like i forget how he phrases it or something about it you know, the, the dog will bark, but when the master calls, he bows down. Like, all, mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it just seemed like it was just one cut from a, like, what WWE was doing. He's just cruising right through, getting into this character. Uh, if you want to watch more of it, like, go through his promos. His entrance, his first time, I think, at SummerSlam. All the lights up, he's coming out. The, the whole follow the buzzards thing, it's just like, uh, we, we already talked about this a little bit with NXT, and we don't have to go into it further, but it's just like, man, if you can't, keep this guy around who's going to come up and make it work. And I think that it's because Vince McMahon is tired of getting manipulated by these wrestlers that are demanding money because they get too big. And he's trying to make everybody a piece of clay that he can shape into whatever he wants to shape it into. And when these guys are so good, he doesn't know how to handle them or he kind of just derails them for one reason or another. But as a wrestling fan watching this, you're just like, boy, how the fuck does this guy get cut? How They fuck this up.
0: Yeah. Chris, final thoughts on Bray Wyatt's world?
2: No, I mean I, I I don't think there's really much I can add. Uh, awesome promo, guy was yeah. always an awesome promo, and hopefully he pops up somewhere where he fits in, and uh, you
0: know it'll be fun. Yeah, Get FMW, he's going to show up at FMW.
2: FMW, I have a feeling I know where I know who wants him, and I know exactly where they want to put him.
0: Yes, but, FMW, and they want yeah, him to be in the fruit market. In a
2: fruit market. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that match is coming soon, by the way. Part two. Yeah, this this one I ain't missing. Yeah, (laughs) I'm excited. I hope we can stream it. I don't know if they're gonna have it pay-per-view. They should though. Shall we move on to AEW?
1: Oh, by the way, if you want to listen
0: at home, our rewind. Um, it's from uh July 15th of 2015. It's called an eerie glimpse into Bray Wyatt's world. Go ahead, Brendan. You were gonna say?
1: Yeah. Well, two two things. One, I think one of you guys has to select whatever the next one that we're doing is. I'm completely and then, out of sorts. Sorry about that. And the, That's yeah right, dude. I'm just then, rolling yeah. with it, man. I don't care. You know me. Yeah, we're, it's just a conversation. Then, And then, two, you guys tell me, do you want to watch stuff like this? Sometimes no, I, 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 str- I struggle to pick these because you guys have seen everything that I've seen. When it's you guys selecting stuff for me, it's my first time watching, and I give fresh takes. Would you rather watch old matches? or I, I think Chris and I at least both get a big kick out of these fucking – a crazy promo so
2: you know you got to remember something too it ain't all about wrestling in the ring a lot of these guys their whole career was based on promos if you're going to cut that out that didn't happen in the ring it doesn't matter bullshit man because it's it's uh that's in my opinion that's 90 percent, maybe less but that's a massive part of a feud are the words that are said in the build you know and the things that happen outside of a wrestle, an actual ring the bell. I mean, sometimes the actual ringing the bell and having a wrestling match should be the last thing that fucking happens. Right. So, I know. I, I, I mean, I'm gonna throw it out there again.
0: So.
1: Yeah, and I, I don't mean to say that Jimmy doesn't like it, but I think I'm. I probably am on the like other anything. end. Of- I'm on the other end of the spectrum, where it's like yeah. I watch I, I these matches start to blur together, and then they, things like this is what stands out in my memory as like much more memorable than something that someone does in the ring.
0: Right, of course. Well, my most of my ma- all my matches are in Japanese, so we're not going to be understanding the promos anyway. So <laughs> sorry about that. Who's next? Me. I'm next, actually. Oh, go ahead.
2: So. Uh... This one will involve some promos, I think. Um, I won't have them now. I'll end up throwing them your way as I can figure it out. But um, my last time around, we did uh, Paul Orndorff. And uh, at the end of the Paul Orndorff Hogan match at Saturday Night Main Event (laughs) was interrupted by some fat sweat hog in the front row. (laughs) And that fat sweat hog, according to uh, Jesse Ventura, that fat sweat hog, uh, ended up being Adrian Adonis and we got into Adrian Adonis for a little bit. Uh, one of the, I think, better heels, you know, as an adult looking back, one of the better heels of my of my youth. Definitely somebody that like made me like scared me a little bit. I was getting a little out of that at this point, but still, you know, like uh, Dr. D. David Schultz, I was terrified of. And when they did the Roddy Piper in the gym and when Roddy Piper popped up in the commercial break of Saturday Night Live for WrestleMania one, I got like kind of scared. And there was an uneasiness with Adrian Adonis, because first of all, I had never seen a man behave that way. And it was just not what I was used to. And second of all, he was nasty as hell. So um, at the end of the match we watched last time with Orndorff and Hogan, Hogan was basically saved by Roddy Piper, which was kind of odd, especially at that point. Um, So it ended up building up to a match. The blow off for that match, uh, that feud between Adrian Adonis and Roddy Piper was a hair versus hair match at WrestleMania three. Oh, boy. So I think we'll watch that as as the match. The match is only like seven minutes long. Right. But we have I'm going to filter through and I'll grab some promos and stuff. And I'll see if I can find some stuff leading up to that of him on the flower shop and when Piper comes in with the bat and busts it all up and all this other stuff. And we can see the build for it. So, yeah, I'm definitely going to um, – I'm going to uh, – we'll build on this. I'll build on this as the week progresses. But right now we're going to go with WrestleMania III, uh Pontiac Silverdome, and it's going to be Roddy Piper and Adrian Adonis in a hair versus hair match.
0: I'm excited so for the, I'm so excited for the build to this, the promos.
2: The promos is what's going to lead to it. The match is only 6 minutes long. And uh but still, well, it'll be fun.
0: Brandon. Chris we is, get the
2: we get the, we're going to get a good look at the mindset of the 80s WWF fan.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, Brandon. Yeah, Chris, you have Find these and send them over. Maybe we can post on our like Instagram or something. Hey, you know, this is what we're watching. Sure if, if you yeah. want to check it out, sure can. But uh, yeah, I have seen this one before. I'm excited to rewatch it, especially with the the build to it, because as a gift, I was given a WrestleMania three poster, a, a 48 by 36 with Hulk Hogan on it, that it still hangs in my basement, regardless of what you think of, of Hulk Hogan. So I, I'm, I'm very aware of the last hair time, versus hair match. I stare at it often. Right. I, I,
2: I went to the antique toy shop by my house, and there was a Hogan figure in there that just looked so good. And I was just like, man, I just, I don't want to display this man. The <laughs> money that he made off it, he already made. He doesn't get money on the secondary sale of his toys when no, he's 20 he years old. No, so the money he made, I'm not giving him any of my money, but I was like, do I really want this dude prominently displayed in my basement? I don't know. I think you do. Yeah, I
0: think
2: I do. <laughs> sure one. Hey, I him. mean, I do have him. He, I have a Thunder Lips uh, uh, painting on, on my wall. Yes, you do. So, I do have the man. I just don't, you know, which is even worse because it's celebrating the actual human being. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not
1: the character
0: we play on TV. <laughs>
1: when, when all four sides of the ring are the dark side of the ring, these are the questions that we get to grapple with in our head. As that if, yeah. if we, if we could probably walk through most of the action figures that we've all owned and go, hey, what about the thing that this guy did? And, and, and With a pretty slim collection, unfortunately. so.
0: The moral quandary of being a wrestling fan. Shall we move on to AEW?
2: I think we shall. The only
0: show really worth talking about anymore.
2: <laughs> hey, hey.
0: Let's start off with the trials, the labors of Jericho. So we get Hoover 2 Guerrero versus Jericho. He's the third labor, I believe. Yes, Bra- Scoop, he's the third labor. Correct.
1: Brandon, Brandon, go ahead. Oh man. I mean, to be fair, this guy did just go through a death match the week before, but they elect to immediately start the match off with like a a, a high spot. I think the stipulation was that you had to win off of a a off the, a spot off the top rope for whatever reason, because that's Juventude's specialty. But they start off with a Hurrican off the top rope, and, and uh, I would say Juventude's uh, Boots briefly touch Jericho's <laughs> shoulders and then he he attempts an, an old man front roll and we, we kind of keep that pace up for the for the entirety entirety of this. This, this was, I mean, if you're a big Juventude fan, which I think is uh, what AEW thinks their target audience or some segment of their target audience is, this is probably fun to see him. But as a match, what the fuck, man? This is just two old guys staggering through shit that they used to be a lot
0: better at. Juventud Guerrero has had one match in the last 12 months, I believe. And it showed. Jesus Christ, Jericho's fat
1: and fucking red as shit. He looks like fucking shit. He's got all the band-aids. The, the band-aids really was like the, the icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> For his
0: liver sores. Chris,
1: what did you think about this match?
0: So
2: we watched this. I watched this today. My wife was with me when I was watching it. Oh. And, then- <laughs> Man, she, the first thing she says, she says, oh, my God, look at him. He doesn't even look like the same person anymore. And I responded, oh, "He looks like a bottle of Grey Goose got dumped on his head. <laughs> he looks like Pinnacle Vodka, buddy. Like, what the fuck is like? And dude, I, I watched that match just going, this is painful. This is just pain. It was painful. Like, what? Are, what? Why? Like you're doing this in front of a live audience. You need people that can just bang this shit out. Do it like it's second nature. And it was just like odd. At one point, uh, it was in the early going, and it may have been that one rana where he just basically didn't touch him and, and Jericho did the front flip.
0: Yeah.
2: And you that saw was instant- yeah, that was, a, uh, that was the first one. So right after that, Hoovy went up to the top rope. And Jericho, like, you know, because he's got to create momentum to help the move go. Jericho's already creating, like, turning his body to assist and making the move look good before fucking Guerrero even jumps off the ropes.
0: He looks like he's it was going to like, – his arms looked like he was going to catch him. Like, here, jump. I'll catch you. Like, please jumping out of a fiery building. This whole match was. was a fiery building.
2: It was a fucking train wreck, man. And it's like, you know, like, I listen, I actually listened to the podcast last week, which was fantastic, by the way. And I remember you, Jim, you were saying train wreck, train wreck. You know, this wasn't fun train wreck. <laughs> this was an embarrassing train wreck. Oh, my God. This was, so bad. Oh, no, no. Why? No. <laughs> that so, yeah. his whole... Was it good was it was it fun to watch? One hundred percent. Was I embarrassed for both of them? One hundred percent. I mean it wasn't like I wasn't entertained by it, but it was for all the wrong reasons.
1: Brandon good. Jericho, it wasn't that long ago we were watching Jericho versus Naito at Wrestle Kingdom. We were like, Yeah, hey, you can still go for his age, and it's like the classic one last contract at the end of his career where they paid him, and then you just see him. You watch him fall off a cliff right in front of your eyes, and to put, like the like. I think we all know that, and to the point where you almost stop talking about it because it's just like kind of pathetic. But then to decide to put him against a lucha wrestler who uh, also apparently hasn't worked in a while, and that whole lucha style, like it, UV style, seemed like it was, like it's all ch- kind of like chain pro wrestling. It all relies on the fact that you're. Bodies are going to stay connected, and you'll flow from move one to move two to move three. But the chain was just breaking between every move, and they would – he would fall, and then he would, like, reset his legs over his shoulders and go into the next thing, into into the walls of Jericho. And the whole time, you're like, oh, man, they're just they're just relentlessly botching these moves and just piecing them back together right in front of our eyes. I was, Brandon, a, big, you...
0: I, I was a big fan of the elbow thing where they were pretending to elbow each other and spinning around. It looked like they were dancing at the ropes. So yeah, amazing. that was
1: amazing. Go ahead, Got to go. build to that big Brandon, Judas effect.
0: Brandon, did you
2: ever watch any legit Lucha Libre, like AAA or, or any of that stuff? Have you ever actually seen Mexican wrestling on television?
1: I have, yeah, but not nearly
2: as much as you yes, but you know what it's supposed to look like. Of course, yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. No, no, because you hit the nail on the head. I was just curious. Like, you know, it is a, you know, we this is worked out from, no their legs don't stop moving from... From the bell to bell, it's just constant motion. And to watch this, especially when it's like, okay, yeah, I got to, you nailed it. But I got to reset. All right, I'm gonna reset here, and then I'll go up on the top rope. <laughs> Jericho, like, yeah,
1: jump here, here, jump here. That was just, but oh, all man. those moves rely on that you roll together and you're, you yes. move together, and everything uh, was just breaking, and then they just stop.
0: Oh okay. my god. Animated... I have an idea. Let's okay. let's
2: let's rehash a, a match that took place in Sturgis, South Dakota, in, in 1996. Whatever I'm
1: so glad you brought
2: was. that up. They kept saying, "Oh, this happened in Sturgis 403 years ago," and now they're like animated fucking corpses walking. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> this. this. Like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: COVID-19. And
2: back to what you were saying. If I'm not mistaken he made he he made a comment about how he was he had bulked up for uh new japan when he went to new japan he put on a lot of weight he put on a lot of muscle probably steroids uh to be the big out of control bruising guy Jin when he was there, they don't say that anymore, right? Outsider, is that yeah. not was that not supposed to be said? Okay, yeah. so the big outsider, he was the foreign heel, and he's like he was saying he was channeling like old school like Hanson Brody that type of thing. You get into it with the fans, yell at the ref. Remember he beat up Red Shoes as kid, all that stuff. So you know when you do that and you're fifty, you have a really hard time losing weight. It's like not the best idea is to pack on weight when your son is fifty years old mm-hmm. because then you no matter what you do you can never lose it.
0: I can testify then, to that.
2: And then when I we were watching we were watching and he was walking across the ring and I looked at my wife and I said oh my god he looks like me when i wake up in the morning like he had a semi bend his ass was kind of sticking out his arms were out at the side and he was like Ugh.
0: professional <laughs> like I
2: a, oh my god so bad but good <laughs> i enjoyed it i was happy to watch it it was fun it was fun to watch that asshole's body fall apart in front of me
0: so we got two <laughs> we got two fun matches out of this so we got the, the Gage match. We get the Juventud-Guerrera. And then at the end of this, you get Wardlow interferes. Oh, fuck. It. You,
2: I, don't what you is, work up to Nick Gage?
0: What do just, you think? Like, like Ward, like, isn't Wardlow supposed to be like a monster heel in this company? So he's yeah. going to lose to Jericho because there's five trials, five labors, and this is number four. So we know Jericho's winning.
2: <laughs> They're calling it the five Labor's It should be called the five labored matches
0: of Jericho. Yes, the five. Jericho looks like he's in labor.
2: In labor.
0: He's gonna have a baby. (laughs) Brandon, I mean, like. Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead.
2: Sorry, I like I was saying to you though, like, don't you think that like, all right, say what you will about Nick Gage, that match was fucking insanity. It was train wreck. I loved it. Watching him not be able to work just made me so. It made me. Yeah, it made me so. I mean, I'm not going to get too much into it, but it made me so happy that that guy can't fucking work, and then he came out on TV and looked like absolute dog shit in front of millions of people. I mean, I'm the greatest, the hard, the the legend of the heart. What is it? The deathmatch legend, and he walked like uh, 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 couldn't do anything correctly. That
1: was fucking teeth. Now. The, but, the last pair of Joe Boxer underwear in existence is like hanging out of his, yeah. <laughs> of his, his camo shorts on TV. So, okay.
2: Any way you want to look at it, that's what happened. That was a spectacle. Don't you save the spectacle for the end?
0: Or number four. You should. Or you number should be this
2: four. So you, have, you have ten yeah, men. Yeah. Okay. Ten men. That's what I mean. The, the, the end is, is, is MJF. But, you know, that's the big climax and then... He, he, okay. So... You have 10-man. Fine. Then you go off. Shouldn't you go 10-man, Wardlow, then Juventude, then you switch those guys?
0: I think Wardlow should not be involved in this at all.
2: Well, I'm going with the fact that they're going to use these guys, assuming that we use the same guys that they're using. You've got to switch that order up, right? I mean, like, don't you want to get to the surprise Okay, you've gone through all these guys. Now here come this, you've gone through two guys. Now here's a surprise. It's Hoovento. You know, throw your curveball. The fans think it's just gonna be the pinnacle. Nope. It's Hooventude. Then you go through, then it's like, okay, it beats Hooventude. What's next? I got what's next. The guys a guy that's gonna try to put him through a plate of glass. That's the last guy he's got to beat. He's fought three dudes. Shit, this guy can't wrestle worth anything, but you're fucking exhausted. And now you gotta worry about pizza cutters on your fucking head. Domino's dropping us as an ad. You see what I'm saying? Like it's it's it just didn't make any sense the 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 timing of it. Cause it was I was like I was like, yeah, what are they gonna do next? What are they gonna do next? And then Wardlow came out to beat him up and I was like, oh, this sucks. I don't even want to watch this next one. Cause he's gonna beat him. And there's a guy that I've seen on TV every week. So what the fuck do I care?
0: My point with Wardlow is that he—he's your monster. We've only seen him wrestle a couple times on television. Now, is he going to lose? Is he going to get cheat to win? Rolled up? I get—I I, I, Well, I don't. they're going to have to get
2: really creative because MJF's the ref. Right. So we'll see what happens. I think Brandon. it's going to be really—they're going to try to get really creative.
1: Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, this is a tough one because. Uh, two things here. The story has clearly been defined before Chris Jericho decided to go through these labors, and I don't think that they have the wherewithal to adapt from that. In my opinion, he should probably lose this next match, and that should be the end of it, and he steps away for a little while. Just watching the matches, you're like, this needs the fucking... Like, what are you gonna have him beat MJF or have a competitive match with MJF, the guy that you you've had not lose for a year? After everyone's that's hypothetically, this is for the real wrestling fans is just like fumbling through every move. Uh, the second point I wanted to make was like when I'm, you're watching this, you're going, well, this is what they did. What could they have done here that would have been more interesting to me? And there's another guy on this show that was a big signing for them at the time. That seems uh, somewhat rudderless to me, and that I think would have been a, a perfect angle for MJF here. It's just Christian. It's like that would have been a cool thing to do and be like, hey, you guys are the same age. Your final labor of Jericho is just someone that's just better than you on this show. It's someone your age that knows everything that you do that is just better than you at this. And then just have him lose. And then go away for a little while. That, that's so, like I hate to be this guy that's like, let me get home by my uh, mic and go in my basement and rebook AEW Dynamite. But it's like I don't know. There's other things that could happen that would make this more fun. I think it's been yeah, fun. Got... I
0: just I think it's hit a brick wall now that we're getting to the end of it. Like the surprise if it's over, if it's Jericho's yeah. winning yeah. unless Jericho loses. But Christian's doing. The... He's gonna. He's like number one contender now. He's gonna go work with. Uh, Kenny Omega, I guess.
2: He's gonna lose to Kenny Omega. Um, he uh, but that would that that promo. You're right there though. That promo writes itself, right? Like you come out and you say, "Jericho, you're 50 years old. Well, guess what? Here's another 50 year old guy that doesn't look like absolute shit." Right. Yeah, it makes Here's sense. Here's a 50 year old guy that can actually move. We're gonna have to have you wrestle him. And it, it doesn't like
1: make sense and i guess christian's doing so, but he's wrestling the back half of the butcher and the blade on the show like is, is that what you sign him for with with probably under 20 matches left in his career so i don't know All right,
0: let's move on so uh how about this um the fake young bucks and daniel Garcia, who is a black towel guy with red death trunks versus mm-hmm. darby the shitty abusive uh, boyfriend the shitty ab- abusive boyfriend Mox in what looks like a Fortnite t-shirt, and Eddie Kingston. Ever-Rise, what are they called now? 2.0 or something like that? Fake Young Bucks, yeah. a.k.a. the Fung Bucks. What do you think, Brandon? Bucks.
1: Brandon, good. Not much. I'm, I, this is something I'm fast-forwarding through because it, I just heard the news about Darby Allen. I'm just like, all right, sick of him. They load him up with Kingston and Mox, who... We know lose the big match but it, when you see them up against a bunch of no names you know what's coming so right not that too one, much that one spot was pretty cool though Darby
0: Allen diving through the uh, through the ropes at one of the Fung bucks the Fung no, bucks like that when he came out of nowhere and
2: just smashed into him yeah it was wild when he was yeah like, he was cowering the guy was cowering before sting
0: he was no he was going oh my god you're sting you're the real sting he was he was like <laughs> That, that just made sense to me why he was saying that. I forgot about fake sting. Fake Sting. You're the real Sting. Fake Sting was in <laughs> W. Yeah. But um, it was pretty good. It was worth the watch on um, the match. Watching the match was was that spot, I think. Also Moxley like is on the ring apron and then just loses his shit and starts attacking some dude inside, <laughs> which was pretty good.
2: Um was gonna, that was another one. I was watching that. And then when, when uh, Darby, Allen, Darby Allen came flying through the ropes, I said to myself, you know, you're real f-, I thought to myself, you're a real fucking asshole. Now I have to not like you.
0: Right. I know.
2: You know what I mean? Like, can't these people just do things that don't make you hate, not do things that make you hate them?
0: Well, he's definitely the first uh, punk rock guy with shitty tattoos skate guy that was a bad boyfriend in the world. Oh. Uh, I thought exact – I was trying to figure <laughs> out – I was trying to formulate in my head
2: how to bring that up. Yeah. He, uh, I was thinking the exact same thing, like look at him. Yeah. Weird, uh, treated like shit by everybody in high school, so now I'm going to treat people in my life that I can dominate like shit. Right. You know what I mean?
0: I only wanted to talk about the match just to bring up that point without focusing too much on it. <laughs>
2: Oh, but that also does bring up another point because I read this that like you know they apparently one of the things because you guys were talking about our boy um, Cumstain Max Castor Max Caster? no uh, no big no not oh. him big hole Cumstain what's that guy big Canal Cannell Canyon Canyon Seaman oh Canyon Seaman uh, yes. yeah big hole <laughs> Cumstain I had, no, was, big I had like, no idea <laughs> what he was talking <laughs> I just thought that just thought of that too. He was, um, apparently one of the things, it looks like one of the things that he didn't do correctly was, wasn't having them, th- have, having them sign 90 day night competes. Yeah.
0: We talked about it. Yeah. Like fucking ever rice just got fired like two weeks ago. Yeah. And they're working <laughs> and they're working already. You dumbass. He was busy at the fucking homecoming for uh, the Olympics. The, hanging, Olympic out the young volleyball girls, team. hanging out with the young girls, drinking out of a keg. Like, hey babe, old.
2: my name's Canyon and I got some sea man
0: Hey, my name's Seaman.
1: Does that turn you on? Let's move on. It's How funny it? we're sitting here trying to break down these releases. Sorry to interrupt. But it's okay. funny we're sitting here trying to break down these releases and shit. And you just like go all the way to the top of the funnel to the guy controlling these contracts. It's just an old volleyball player who just doesn't even know anything about it. like non-compete or the business or anything. Like, like, What do you man. think happened there? It like, turns out a guy named Seaman isn't paying any attention to what's going on.
0: <laughs> How about the elites basketball gimmick? Are you a big fan of this, Brandon?
1: Oh, oh my God, dude.
0: Let me just put this. Let me dude. phrase this. They're champions. Kenny Omega the greatest so-called greatest professional wrestler in the world is doing promos in blinged out jean shorts a cookie monster t-shirt and shooting baskets backstage this is who they this is how they portray their their best wrestler go ahead
1: it just feels like it it all just feels like those kids in school that are like desperately want to be funny but don't have anything funny to say so they're just like I'll just Dress goofy and dye my hair and grow grow a handlebar mustache or whatever the the fuck it is that is in absence of an actual personality or or having anything to say. And, and I I look on. They they posted this on Twitter and the it's unanimous applause. The whoever is interested in this unanimously loves it. No one even had anything uh, mediocre to say. They're just like you guys fucking rule you are hilarious i'm cracking up. I'm, cr- I'm crying laughing right now so i'm like i just look at him like i guess this is just not for me because this made me wince i don't get it chris thoughts well, first
2: yeah first of all i resent the fact that you're going to make fun of people that the only they have no personality so they dye their hair silly colors and wear stupid clothes because um I wear Oakleys as regular glasses so and I have points blonde hair. But you're so this putting yourself a real, at a this, this is a real issue here for me. Um, <laughs> I don't have any thoughts. These guys suck ass. I'm so sick of it. It's just like it's, – it's this – it's like you want to just – it's like when somebody plays I Got Friends in Low Places on the jukebox, this song sucks. You know it fucking sucks. And you're acting like it's good. And that's what this is. Why bars shouldn't have you ever opened a bar? Don't get a jukebox.
0: Yes. Excellent advice.
2: Lesson. That's the lesson lesson of week six hundred and four of the Wrestling Is Hard podcast. (laughs) Right? We've been doing it for that long, right?
0: Something like that. So coming out of this, uh, they beat the shit out of Adam Page. And I gotta say, Adam Page is acting exquisite. It's fucking terrible. Adam Page is, what is, I, I think he's leaving. I think his wife's having a kid. Brandon, thoughts?
1: Yeah, I, I mean, he, he was, like, he just got bounced right out of this roster, it feels like, especially with the looming signings. He was, like, you know, given the talent that they had brought on initially, he was the the guy that they were gonna push and then it it feels like they've very quickly shifted away from him to the point where they're now just having him get the shit kicked out of him by a the young bucks wearing male rompers and a Luke Gallows with two hoop earrings in and that's kind of the end of what they're they're doing with him. So I think though that Go ahead.
2: No, I was gonna say Luke Gallows does have sixty nine on his T shirt, which is you know, wang dang sweet poontang <laughs> He's just got to go and the fuck on, man. He's just so fucking funny. He better, I say it all the time, man, Carl, if they split him and Carl Anderson up, that dude's wrestling career is over. Because he has nothing to bring to the table. Absolutely nothing.
0: At one point during that whole basketball thing, he was going, I like robes. Give me a ro- more robes. Because he had a robe on And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? All right, missed, I must have missed being the elite again. Fucking nerds. Right. Yeah, it's like
1: I I I just have no like I don't think I, I don't th- not saying that it, any of us are like comedic geniuses. It's just not that hard to come up with something funny to do for two minutes if you have all week. And then when you just watch them fumble through, it's like I got an idea. Let's bring in a basketball hoop from Dick's and I'm gonna wear a Cookie Monster t-shirt and pretend to shoot the basketball like an idiot. It's like this is the th- this is the rock star of the show. your undefeated the, champion. The pinnacle. Of professional wrestling, this is the pinnacle
0: of comedy. We don't get it. We are not true AEW fans. We did not harass Domino's with death threats when they pulled their ads. We're not true fans, man. We'll never understand.
2: <laughs> well, it did work in my favor because I did get money from PBR for them to film that fucking commercial they did last week, two weeks ago, in my backyard.
0: That was pretty amazing. <laughs> I didn't. Even, I forgot all about that. Yeah. Wait,
2: what happened?
0: You missed the PBR commercial?
2: You didn't see the PBR commercial? I don't know anything Two about Two weeks this. ago, they had a PBR commercial. It was all wrestlers. Now, mind you, PBR is a brand, but it's not really a company. It's like a okay. weird, like, you know, they don't make their own product. They just, other companies make their product. And they Someone else their
1: owns them? Okay.
2: So, um, but they did this commercial two weeks ago remember because they were saying they were going to oh we'll, we'll sponsor you bbr we'll sponsor you uh and when Domino's was threatening to leave and uh they filmed this commercial with like wrestlers that aren't even in aw it was it's like hornswoggle and brian myers the you know whatever his name is the redheaded guy the mets guy and a couple other guys throwing beers around at a pool. And a pool looked like mine. I thought it was my backyard. look, he <laughs> shot this in my yard. Shitty-ass-ass ass South Jersey. South Jersey is not shitty, by the way. I love it here. I'm just saying. It's backluster. It's not.
1: You wouldn't shoot a commercial in your yard? is it?
2: Oh, it depends on how swampy the lake is behind my house. I mean, right now it's pretty green and algae-covered, so no. But, like, early summer, I'd do it then.
1: Let's move maybe, on. maybe Bray Wyatt will come crawling out of there one of these days. Well, he, I have a feeling he is going to come crawling out <laughs> on
2: AEW to lead the Dark Order, but that's my opinion.
1: What else happened
0: on AEW, Jim?
1: What uh, do we got? Britt Baker and Red Velvet. Any interest in this, Brandon? I fast-forwarded through this. I I, I I'm What's not a I. Green-ass green
0: wrestlers is man. what we got here. Some green-ass wrestlers wrestling each other. It should be very exciting, especially for Baker with a broken hand.
2: Yeah, right. They, I mean, they just want to... Did, are they just trying to grind her to the nub until there's nothing left?
0: I don't, I don't know. What the, she seems like she's getting hurt, in, like, every six months she's hurt. <laughs> no How way. about, uh, what the fuck are they doing with Andrade? Brandon.
1: He, oh, he
0: had some dude... Jamaal
1: Garrett was making people lick his shoes, I guess. What the fuck is this? Very disappointing. Oh, man, dude, I wish I had like a fucking take on this. I'm just, it all feels the same. It's like, right. like everything feels like it's it's getting filtered through somebody that's just not that interesting, and it just. Malenko kind of, thing is really yeah, De De going, putting
2: everything. Malenko. Yeah. he's sitting there like. Oh, oh,
1: what do you say?
2: What? What? I, what? All
0: cookie right, last monster but not last but not, least. Cookie monster, sure. last but not least, Cody versus Malachi Black, Brandon. I have in my oh. na- I have in my notes Grody. It doesn't say Cody. It says Grody.
1: Grody, Grody Chodes. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, yeah, he. <laughs> I, I, well, uh, he he gets his head kicked off <laughs> by Malachi and Tommy Tommy Black, and um, I guess pretends to retire <laughs> pretends to retire conveniently right around the right around nine months after they've announced his wife's pregnancy, mm-hmm. but he only got one boot off, so he's not he's not completely retired. So I have a feeling that this is a um. Convenient way for him to go on paternity paternity leave, but of all ways to do it, he's it's him concussed in the ring, and they make um poor Tony Schiavone do the Joe Rogan in the ring where they got to lean down and they, the guy
2: yo, they like did that on purpose. Right? They did it on I mean,
1: purpose, right? Yeah. That was
2: done like that was done as like right. you know like oh they're doing that. This, this happened in UFC, we'll do it too. He's like, oh, I'll just I'll give me a second, Tony.
0: Right, hold
2: on, wait a minute. I was in bed watching this. And I moved it. Up. I moved. I moved the party upstairs to watch it. And I was like, "Wait a minute. Was there like a stipulation, like loser leave town type thing, or no. are we just or are we just forcing this down our throats out of nowhere? I don't know what the fuck was going on. I will give it this. It was only like 15 minutes. Oh, that was like, great. The, yeah, the, the the he just got the shit kicked out of him. Like the 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 the. the Take, it took him longer to take his boot off than the match actually took. So, I mean, uh, you know, come to a conclusion in less than 20 minutes, please.
0: Yeah, Grody gets Grody gets knocked out. Tony Schiavone comes in the ring to get a promo from Grody. And then some fans were booing and saying, hey, hey, goodbye, while he was taking his boots off. <laughs> really? I didn't I hear it. that. I, didn't, I heard it. I had the tier, TV
2: was very low, and I had the closed captioning oh, yeah. on.
0: I was so. like, Whoa. Whoa! Some people are really turning on this guy. And then Malachi Black comes in and kicks the shit out of him some more. And fade to black. Get AW, it? A W. Every A
1: W. Over. The I'm watching this on the TNT app, which is so shitty. And I can't get the like scrabbling time on the bottom to go off the screen. So at all times I was just aware of, of where they're at in the TV show. Right. And that match ends and it's a, the, the clock is an hour and 34 minute video. I have to get through and the match ends and it's an hour and 26. And I'm like, Oh no, this is going to, we got eight minutes left and all that's all we've got coming is Cody Rhodes talking. This is going to be a fucking thing. (laughs)
0: I was like, when I first watched it, I watched it at work, and then I had to come home and watch the whole thing and be able to pay attention. And at work, I thought it was like he won, and then Cody just gets up, and he's like, thanks, everybody. Uh, I'm real sad, and my dad, and uh, the same fucking promo he's been doing for months now.
1: I didn't realize he was going to get the shit kicked out of him again and retire.
0: <laughs> it
2: was crazy. That was
1: <laughs> he was re- He renames Daly's place uh, AEW Arena and then just gets like busted over there. Yeah. So we got Rampage coming this Friday.
0: Excited? Is there anything about Rampage that excites you,
1: Brennan? Should we try to watch one of them? I'm like, uh, the uh, short answer, no. The Dynamite is is just eating me alive. I'm I'm losing my spirit. So Rampage, anything below that just makes me feel physically ill but i should we muster up the energy to go through one of them we should watch at least one see what's going on
0: well i have a feeling
2: that one of them the first couple will be very important and then it'll just
0: slide into the background and And then it'll be 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 the other show yeah it'll be it'll be the max caster show nobody's watching anyway let me say a 19 year old girl's got a stinky vagina (laughs) look at me (laughs) You don't know about the Max Caster rap? I
2: I didn't put the sticky vagina thing together.
0: They cut him off. Remember, he was like, that, 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 who smells, who smells like the 19-year-old girl with I don't the stinky whoever vagina? The, whoever the girl was in the match that was with the blind. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, his boy okay. has
1: to take the mic away from him every time it, to make sure he doesn't he say his almost, final punchline that's just way yeah. too inappropriate. That's way
0: more big. inappropriate than the rest of the stuff he said. He's yeah. edgy, though, you know?
2: Yeah, hey. That too, Tony Khan. Yeah, Attitude, yeah. Tony Tony Khan, being a
0: very good boss, says, Oh, I'm sorry that slipped through. I'll just take over editing now. (laughs) He can't even delegate to these idiots because they don't have fucking their own job.
2: He's got some morons working for him. I could work there. (laughs) It's stupid enough.
1: It's an interesting, like, like social experiment because it's just an unlimited bank account and no brain power. So you're just like, Let's see where this fucking dives into and this is kind of where the point where we're getting to right where it's just like oops max Castor just made a, a rape joke that about a crime that was committed in 2005 <laughs> unbelievable very, Tony Khan, Tony
0: very Khan runs on no ideas yeah. and all adderall yeah.
2: <laughs> i think he nailed it man how about uh what was the other thing I noticed? Uh Layla Hirsch is wrestling for the NWA title and she comes up to the girl's waist.
0: Yeah, uh, what's her name? Uh, I Camille, don't know. Br- Camille. Camille Brickhouse. That's her name.
2: Camille Brickhouse. She came into the ring and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. Layla Hirsch comes up to her waist.
1: I that's like one of the two some... stars. Go
0: get good second.
1: I was going to say that's like one of the two like stars that NWA has left. I'm curious what's going to her appearing on Dynamite doesn't bode well for the, the Fight TV 6 $7 a week NWA episodes. <laughs> yeah. We got anything else? Anything I coming up? Do I have to so. watch pay-per-view on next
0: weekend, this weekend?
2: No, one no, right. Somerset? Because I really don't want to watch that. Uh, two,
0: <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Layla Hirsch got some. We tried to give it justice last week, Chris. We yeah, I Could you it. Give it could, you give, could you give us one?
2: He said something this week that he always says, oh, no, no well, about Moxley, this one, which was, I Moxley's $2.00. And then, but the other one, <laughs> Layla Hirsch will win that match because Layla, Layla I mean, you look at Layla Hurst, she's got this, oh, right. <laughs>
0: I like how, like, you've somehow slowed him down worse than he already is. Well, he sits there like,
2: <laughs> I mean, you know, making fun of a guy with Bell's Ballsy, but still, I don't give a fuck. It's 2021,
1: no mercy. MJF, did. I will give MJF credit that there was some dispute during that first match, and JR like completely botched what the the history of the TV show and who had lost to who and MJF was just like what are you talking about?
2: <laughs>
1: and he probably right. Like, hey, and you
2: better tell this young man, I work for Bill Watts. And hey, you better tell this young man, you gonna show me respect. I work, I work for Bill Watts. I dress like. Julius Caesar of WrestleMania. <laughs> you better tell us, young man, I sell barbecue salad. And you tell us, young man, I work Pete boss in Houston, Texas. You better tell us man I
0: Well done. Bravo. <laughs> Excellent. You got it,
2: buddy. Anytime. It could've, I could I could have went on for another hour, I think. Yeah. I had to cut it off after Paul Bosch.
0: Well done. Right, let's get you. out of here. I got nothing else. Sorry, guys. Sorry I've been down. I'm a little down today. My energy level is a little in the eh, That's
2: It's going around.
0: What are you going to do? All right. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HardNumber4Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I am Jim, and we'll be back here next week.